0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Game of Love podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Smith, and I have Mike Laguerre here with me today.
1: Hey Jess, how you doing?
0: Great. How are you?
1: Good. Weekend was pretty good for you or?
0: Yes, weekend was great. I finally was not traveling this weekend. I've been bi-coastal for the last month. I've been in New York, LA, New York. I've been all over. So this weekend, I actually got to sit down. Actually, I didn't even sit. I laid around. It was so nice. I did nothing.
1: Like Cleopatra on yes. the couch. Yes, grapes. And what, nobody fed you grapes. <laughs> no. I know no, you, no. Would, you would like that very much. Yes. But
0: maybe, maybe this weekend.
1: Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. I'm going
0: to put that down on my manifestation
1: list. Or Craigslist ad. I'm just kidding. Well, what did you get into this weekend besides laying down? Were you watching TV or were you just kind of staring at the ceiling? What was going Uh, on?
0: It was Netflix all weekend. So you had talked to me about Peaky Blinders. Oh, yes.
1: You watched it finally.
0: I couldn't stop.
1: (laughs) It's really good.
0: I binge watched it all. I think it was Friday and Sunday night. That's all I did.
1: Killian Murphy's fantastic. The lead, Thomas Shelby. He's fantastic in that show.
0: He is. I mean, the whole cast on there is is pretty great. So nice job Netflix.
1: Nice job. Did you have a favorite character?
0: Oh yeah, definitely Thomas, the head guy. But yeah. there are so many lovable characters in it though.
1: Yeah. It was, it, it was interesting. Before we get into what we're gonna be talking about today. Yeah. I think Arthur in that show is the most complex character. Really? Yeah. He seems comes off really simple, but if you look at what he was dealing with throughout yeah. of the show.
0: When it gets into like past trauma and everything. Right. Yep.
1: That was like, that was really intense. I was like, wow, I think he's the most complex. Mm. He's probably the hardest role out of that whole entire show.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good stories in there.
1: We're going to do a Peaky Blinders <laughs>
0: right. recap. Right. This, this episode. Dead dating
1: and love and right. like helping people. We're just going to talk about movies. We're such dorks. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Speaking and, of
1: which, what do we, what's going on today?
0: Oh, today we have something great planned. We are going to do part one of the dating survival guide.
1: Is this the the part one of your your playbook? Is that the thing you've been working? on? Yeah,
0: out? I'm I'm pulling out the playbook.
1: Oh yes, I'm so so excited for this. Finally,
0: I I love the information in here. I hope you guys love it too. Some of this stuff I've used with my clients, and I've spoke about this live and events that I've done and places I've spoken, and it's really cool because. I've gotten a lot of great feedback that people come back to me and say, hey, you know, this tip, it's it's worked wonders for me or really helped out my dating life. So I'm excited to share this.
1: Tip. We should have called it the dating Bible.
0: The dating Bible?
1: Yeah, but I felt like that has too much of a religious context into it. So Survival Guide, when I'm looking at this now, it's pretty good.
0: Well, you know, when you and I first started working together a couple of years ago, you would talk about the world of dating being like a safari. And I was the guide. <laughs> <You really laughs> I, were. I was the safari guide. So yeah. we're going back to that.
1: We're going the, into the jungle. Yes. All right. Well, first off, you know, for somebody who somewhat familiar with this guy, but I want to hear more from you, where did this guy come from? Why, why did you decide to finally share this guide?
0: Well, I'm sharing it because a lot of people are struggling in the dating world right now and people are frustrated, they're overwhelmed, they don't know what to do. You know, back in the day when our parents and our grandparents when they were dating, the process was very simple. Right. You know, the man would ask a woman out, they would go on a date, they would have so many dates, they would get engaged, blah blah blah. There was a sequence of events that were already planned for us. So we knew the process, we felt comfortable. And now it's like the jungle. There's no rules, and nobody knows what they're doing. So we start to get frustrated, overwhelmed. You know, do I do I text him? Does he ask me out? You know, da da da, da. There, there, There's so many questions that a lot of people are overwhelmed and they're frustrated. You know, they've been trying things and it doesn't work. And so this information is to help people feel more calm, more composed. Give them some direction. So they, they feel empowered and, and hopefully relaxed.
1: Do you think social media has contributed to that a little bit more when it's come to people feeling like they're struggling online and dating? I know we've talked about apps before in the past, but you know, what what's your kind of take on, well, I should say this back then there was no social media. There was no way to compare yourself. You you're right. There was one, two, three dates and you're in a relationship. So what are your thoughts on that?
0: Social media I think is a great tool. I mean, I I laugh and I've said to many people that Instagram is a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> My friends will ask me like, "Oh, where did you where did you meet Saturday night guy?" And I'm like, "Oh, Instagram." And they're like, "Are you kidding me?" Really? Yes. I mean, like it's I think it's a connecting tool is what it is. Right. So I like it. You know, the dark side of that is we get caught up in our phones and it's like, you know, we're We're in Instagram and we're not in our real lives, you know? Mm. So if we're standing at Starbucks, we're getting a coffee, we're scrolling through the gram and we're not paying attention to the potential dates that are standing next to us. Right. We're not
1: seeing what's what's around us. Yeah. Interesting.
0: And I will say with, with dating, gosh, I feel like we're going down this rabbit hole, but I'm going, that there is some FOMO you know, the fear of missing out. Totally agree. So we're, you know, we're seeing all these Instagram models because geez, I swear everybody on Instagram is a model or a wannabe influencer or influencer. And so, you know, there's a dude that's like a normal dude and he has expectations to have this Instagram model as a girlfriend as opposed to like an average person
1: yeah it's like the world of accessibility right it's
0: an accessibility too yeah
1: everything's there at my fingertips yeah that's yeah that yep.
0: and that's another thing you know people get caught up and they're like "Ooh, it's we've talked about this on other episodes that the dating apps get kind of addictive because yeah. there's so many people you're like "Ooh, who's next who's next like there's this thrill like you never know it could be like you're you know, perfect 10, or as you say, the smoke show. Yeah. Could be one swipe away.
1: One swipe away. It's a gamified love is really what it's done.
0: Yeah, it has. Oh, that, that's a good phrase. Yeah. Gamified love.
1: Gamified love. Trademark that. Hey. Trademark game of love podcast. <laughs> so what you got going on here today is we have, we're going to be doing a three-part series for the rest of- This month. This month, right? Or at least try to, or the least this This month. <laughs> And we're going to be focusing on five separate pieces of this dating survival guide. And they're in no order, but you have said that each one of them is just as equally as important as the next one.
0: Yeah, they are. And like I said, these are going to be all over the map. And this is stuff that I've been talking about, consulting on for years. And I love this. I use this in my life and my clients love it. So I hope you guys love it too.
1: Jump right in. What's the first... One, the, in the dating survival
0: game. The first thing is don't take things personally.
1: I love that one.
0: I do too. I mean, you know, it's in the four agreements. It's so important because when it comes to dating, people have preferences, right? We all have different preferences. And I I always say that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Okay. And I, and I encourage my clients and, and the listeners that... You're not going to appeal to everyone, right? Just as everybody doesn't appeal to us. You know, we we find different people attractive, we find different characteristics interesting. You know, we're we have preferences. We have things we like and things we don't like. And so when we're dating, if someone doesn't like us or they don't like something that we do or they're not pursuing us like we like or giving us the attention we want, instead of thinking it's something that we did, or it's a fault of ours. Just looking at it like this isn't my. G-. I always say this. He isn't my guy. Mm. That's not my guy.
1: And bad dates too. Like first of all, love this first topic that you've brought up here because I know when I've gone on bad dates, I used to get really personal. Like when I like when I was a lot younger, I used to get personal and be like, "Well, what's wrong with me?" Yes, and it's hard to not think that way, right?
0: Right. You start to think, you know, what it. Am I not pretty enough? Am I not smart enough? Entertaining? You know, you start to second guess yourself. And, you know, something I got to say, Mike, is everybody's struggling these days. I mean, I was just watching Ellen the other day. I saw a clip with Charlie's throne. Okay. She's arguably one of the hottest women alive.
1: Yeah, she definitely is.
0: And she made some passing comment that it was, ah, that's why I'm single. That's why I'm still single. And I was like, shit, if Charlize, if she's struggling, fuck, <laughs> the rest of us are screwed. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Everybody's it's like everybody today is dealing with some sort of challenge that, you know, our grandparents weren't dealing with. Right. Yep. But I look at it as a different set of challenges. Like we're dealing with a whole new era of challenges that I feel as though are more mental than anything else.
0: Absolutely. It's it's definitely mental and You know, we're in a different time of spiritual awakening. And so we're looking for different things. You know, we're not solely looking for a financial agreement between couples. It's just we're looking for a partner that has different qualities than our grandparents were looking for. And, you know, going back to the everybody's struggling these days, you know, Mike, you know, the clients that I've had over the years and my friends and everything, some of them are high profile and they're still struggling. And so the reason why I share that is not kind of like we're all screwed. It's really like we're all in this together. And if we see each other as humans, that we know the NBA player yeah, he's having challenges. They're different challenges than us, but you know, he has a different set of challenges, but he's still struggling, you know. The beautiful actresses, they're struggling. Mm. You know, the computer programmer at, you know, the software company struggling. Cool. That we're in this together and we can we can come out of this together.
1: So what are some of the things that people can do in order to not take things personally when they're going out on dates?
0: That is a great question. You got to know yourself and know your worth, and I just quoted Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that. Know yourself, know your worth is what he says, and you really you need to hold on to that. So when you're out dating, and I'm going to talk about this more, we're going to we're going to make right. a note about this. This is something I talk about with my clients daily. Is you really have to value yourself, feel confident in yourself. And you know, when things are not going the way that you planned because they won't at times, then you know that you're good. You don't take things personally. You feel good about yourself and you keep going and looking for love.
1: Keep on trucking. Yes. All right. Number two, what do you have on your list for dating survival guide? Part one.
0: Okay. This one is strike while the iron is hot. Okay. So right now, like I was saying, there's not a lot of rules and not a lot of protocol right now. It's kind of this, you know, jungle out there yet. There are some weird rules in place that I'm not a fan of like the three day rule, you know, using that well, I'm When guys say I'm not going to call a girl or text her for three days, I'm going to let it sit. Like, no, like strike while the iron is hot. You two are interested in each other. call, text, pursue, you know, the women reciprocate, be in the conversation. Like why, why play games?
1: Love continually builds on the quicker things take place in action. I know you've told me that a lot in the past. It's like the faster things go, like it, it does have a chance to die out, but generally if you wait longer, you're losing your opportunity.
0: And you might not get a second chance. So especially in those first few moments of coming in contact with someone that might not happen again, you know, your window might not happen. The woman might not be standing there ordering her coffee at Starbucks and, you know, you can make your move or, you know, she, there's a lot of people out there. She might get asked out for Saturday night if you don't ask her out right now. So there's, you know, there's so many opportunities that if we don't take advantage of them, then they might slip away. Hmm. And going back to what you were saying is nobody likes to be played with, right? That doesn't feel good. No. So as a woman, if I give a guy my phone number, I expect that he's going to text me that evening or the next day. I'm going to hear from him very soon. If he's playing a game with me and he's waiting those three days, I'm like, I don't Be played with.
1: How do you know if he's like if he if he is playing that game with you? Do you wait like the three days and then you're saying oh he's playing a game or
0: oh if if I don't hear from him within the first twenty four hours I really I'll write him off. Wow. Yeah, and I know that sounds harsh, but really it takes fifteen seconds to text. Yeah. And just say hey, it was so great meeting you. It could be as basic as that, and you know. There is nothing wrong with if you're out at a club or a restaurant, you know, if you just met someone and texting them later saying, It was so great meeting you. I had such a good time. Maybe dropping a little like inside joke or, you know, saying something more personal. Do it. Like, don't wait. Strike while the iron is hot.
1: Shoot your shot.
0: Shoot your shot. Go I for the that. gold. <laughs> and, you know, I get that people get nervous especially guys when they're expected to do the approach and everything and take more of the initiative in you know making contact is what I right. often say. Yeah. But you know just one two three go for it. You don't have anything to lose. I mean really if if a girl acts mean or rude you don't want to date her anyway.
1: Yeah, and going back to what you were saying in the first topic where everybody is is struggling or dealing with some sort of challenges, this even strikes a chord more with people out there that if we're all struggling and we're all like in this trying to in this world of trying to figure out what we're doing, that's a great attitude to have. Like, why not? Like, fuck it. What do I got to lose?
0: What do we got to lose? And then the upside to that, like what if it does go great? Yeah. And what if, you know, you're texting back and forth and it's fun and it's it's sexy, it's flirty, it's cute, it's, you know, sweet. That's the shit we live for. Right. I mean, that's why we we're talking about love. That's why we're making love happen. It's because that's what we want. So why deny ourselves the opportunity to to be like that, to feel like that, to have that? Relationship and way of communicating.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I like that one. I think it goes really well with the first one as well. But this next one mm-hmm. is also just as important as number two. And what is that?
0: This one is be prepared for many heartbreaks. So we have all been heartbroken. And that's something I hear every day in my world. I hear I've been hurt and I don't want to be hurt again.
1: It's one of the worst feelings in
0: the world. It is. It is. And we've all been hurt. We know what that's like. We've been broken up with probably some of us have been divorced, right? But in this world of dating, there are what I call many heartbreaks. There are those little things that we get excited about and they don't work out. You know, somebody ghosts us and there's pain associated with that. You know, somebody does the fade away. Somebody says something mean, somebody, you know, it's all those little things. They hurt. And we really got, we need to acknowledge that hurt because it's there. It's real. And if we don't acknowledge it and understand that it's there, that builds up on us. And that wears on us after a while, you know, that's when people are like, you know, dating sucks. I'm so tired of it. And they get defeated and knowing that there's going to be many heartbreaks Knowing that you're going to get ghosted, knowing that you're going to go on a crappy date, knowing that you're going to possibly be dating someone for a month or two, and it just doesn't work out. Being prepared that those are going to happen, and then also taking care of yourself when you do so.
1: What I love about these three that you've talked about so far is they all reflect how important it is to have a good mindset. Yes and yes. it, or I should even say a strong mindset going into the dating world hence the survival part of this guy. Right. But you know when you, when you talk about mini heartbreaks, you know, what are some of the things that people can kind of have in their their arsenal, their their tool Ooh, bag yeah. to, you know, maybe when the time when you you know when you hit the low points, right? You know, when you get ghosted, which is happening more than ever. What are some of the things that people can do to Prevent that or, you know, kind of get back on the horse and, you know, and continue riding on?
0: That is a great question. And one of the big things is having positive self talk. I mean, really, I call them personal power mantras. That's something that I do with my personal clients. That's, I mean, I have a mantra. My clients have mantras that we're keeping our minds right. We know who we are. We know our value. We're confident. We love ourselves. Also, having some sort of way to take care of yourself personally. So if it's having a spiritual practice or a religious practice, if it's meditation, yoga, if it's prayer, if it's working out, you know, it's just all those things really just taking care of you as a person, as a spiritual being, keeping your mind right, keeping your body right. That's huge.
1: Those are all really strong tips, especially with the volume of dates that people are going on with online dating matchmaking services, you know, the options that our phones are bringing us, like I would assume the frequency of many heartbreaks is going to be a lot higher than, than it has been in years past.
0: Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's a lot of it. And that's why, that's why I want to bring this to light is there's a lot of disappointments and there's a lot of times where we we're sad. We don't say that word very often. I think in our society anymore, we just get sad. We're like, Oh, I like this guy. And well, for some reason, he didn't like me.
1: And being sad is healthy too.
0: It is healthy. It's definitely healthy. And there's nothing wrong with it. And then also, like I was saying, really keeping your mind right is essential. And there's phrases that I've used for years. I said one a few minutes ago, like he's not my guy. Yeah. So if I'm dating a guy and doesn't work out, I'm like, okay. He wasn't my guy. I also love it. what's really popular right now is Ariana Grande's "Thank You." Next, it was funny before that song came out. That's what my friends and I would say to each other. So when we we're having issues with guys, we just be like, "Thank you, next."
1: Yeah, and you learn something from each one of those dates as well. So Absolutely. you're not you're not completely it's not it's you're not at a complete loss.
0: Correct, and that is an episode we're going to talk about in the future.
1: Yeah, we definitely need to. Yeah. All right, number four. Of the Dating Survival Guide Part Mm. One. This is probably the most out of this whole thing that you have in terms of the five things for this part one. This is the most intriguing one.
0: This one, keep your side of the street clean. Okay, I had a mentor years ago that he would say, you know, don't worry about what so and so's doing, worry about you. Is your side of the street clean? Did you mow your lawn? Did you sweep your porch? Is your sidewalk clean? Are the weeds out of your yard? You know, and when it comes to dating, we have to take personal responsibility for our actions. And a lot of times we are, we are looking outside of ourselves and we're expecting other people to behave properly and we need to behave properly in return. So, you know, we live here in the great city of Denver and it's a small city. Yeah. It's a big town. I mean, you know, we go out and a lot of times we see people we know. I mean, I run into people every time I leave my house. I run into somebody I know.
1: Yeah, it's a small city in terms of how close you are to people, yes. like the 6 degrees of separation, but it's huge in terms of square mileage. I think it's I think the city of Denver's like expanding every single day or they're like pushing the city. Oh my city
0: gosh, way. yeah, it's it's a great city. Beautiful city. And the reason why I bring the size of the city up is because we see each other. So we can't act like fools and get away with it. So we really have to be a person of integrity. So we just gotta make sure we're acting right. We have to act right. We have to act right on dates. We have to act right online. We have to act right in the bedroom, outside the bedroom, in our breakups. Because the way I see it is, the way we're so accessible to each other everything is on blast. A couple years ago, one of my friends on social media was messing around with a married woman. And what happened was the husband of this woman saw her phone, took screenshots of the conversation with him and her and put it up on social media for everybody to see put him on blast Holy and her on blast. Shit. So all of a sudden, you know, you see, you know, cause it's, yeah. It's your picture it's and everywhere. the person's name. <laughs> yeah. And so it's everywhere. And so we have to be really careful that we're keeping our side of the street clean because people can find out stuff. I mean, like everything we do can be put out on social media, it can be whispered about, you know, at bars and between friends. So you've got to be prepared that anything that you do dating. Can come out and be broadcast to the world.
1: Yeah, you got to be clean.
0: You got to be clean. <laughs> you
1: cannot. You in every way. In every single way. You cannot think that you're going to continue on, you know, with bad behavior. And in the dating world, especially if you're in a town like Denver, there's other cities that are this size. And if you think you're just going to get away with, being an asshole or, or a dick, like it's not going to happen.
0: It's not going to happen. And, you know, I, I feel for, and I really stress this to the listeners that live in smaller towns where the dating pool is a lot smaller. It's like your game's got to be tight. Yeah. (laughs) You know, make sure you're treating people. Well, one thing that we forget about is with our breakups to have really clean, healthy breakups That's huge because that's the that's the thing that we leave people with, you know, so we're getting out of relationships. That's the final thought and impression that the people have. So if you have a shitty breakup, I mean, people forget about all the good things that happen in the relationship. Right. Yeah. So they're just going to be broadcasting. Well, you know, he was a dick. He cheated on me.
1: There's a famous quote where I don't, I don't, th- not sure who. I'm, I'm, I think it's Warren. Uh, it's a quote with Warren Buffett where he said, "It takes a lifetime to build up a good reputation in 15 minutes to destroy it."
0: That sounds like a Warren Buffett thing, yeah. or a Dolly Parton thing,
1: <laughs> or a Dolly Parton thing too. <laughs> I love <way>. Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Dolly. Yeah, we're not doing an episode on Dolly Parton. Jessica.
0: I love her. I love her. Well, she's very influential and very, very smart woman. Anyway. So keep your side of the street clean.
1: Yeah. You know, I think you were talking about this in a previous time that we were working together where you had said, think of it as like a rating system, like Yelp or like a Lyft <laughs> thing where you were talking about, you know, cause everything's getting rated these days. Yes. And I remember when you were talking to me about that, you were saying, you have to think of it as though like people are going to see like your, your rating. Is it four out of five stars? Is it two out of five stars?
0: that's a secret to having very good, healthy relationships, you know, it's just making sure you're treating others, how you want to be treated, you know, the golden rule. I mean, that's, that's, that's powerful and that's kind. It's the right thing to do.
1: Well, speaking of the right thing to do Mm. this last one of part one, this is something that you have talked about a lot in, you know, in times that we've worked together and especially this is your dating philosophy. So,
0: Okay. This one is when you are going on dates, make sure it's a hell yes. Okay. There are a lot of people right now that are going on on dates that they're not excited about that. They're like, well, well, we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah. Like whatever.
0: Yeah. Like whatever. And so let me tell you a story. I was having lunch with one of my best friends I knew that she had gone on two dates with this guy, so I was like, "So, you know, what's going on with so and so?" She's like, "Well, he's a really nice guy."
1: Oh, that's the death sentence.
0: That is like that's all I needed to hear, right? But she's like, "You know, he, you know, he's a really good guy. He's successful. He has a great profession." You know, she's going through his list of pros, but the underlying current was, "I really don't want to see this guy again." So I'm like, "Okay, so." I started asking questions and we got to this place where she's like, well, we have plans on Thursday night, but I'm going to see if you can reschedule. And I look at her, I'm like, why are you going to reschedule? She said, well, you know, I've been working a lot and I'm exhausted. So I'd rather just like sit down on Netflix and chill by myself and have a couple glasses of wine and, you know, some takeout from Whole Foods. And I'm like, then why even reschedule?
1: Oh, that just sounds, it's just getting worse and worse. <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> Why cute. even reschedule? Like cancel. And she said, well, I just, I don't want to hurt him. <sighs> and to to all the people that have said that, like, I get that. I, I love that you are a good person and you are conscientious about how you're treating others. But going on a date with someone, it's robbing you and that person of time, precious time and energy.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: We need to get better about learning how to say no.
1: Absolutely. I, I totally 100% agree with that.
0: I mean, there's so many women that when they get asked out, they get, and I get this ladies, like I, I've been there and I get it. When a guy is asking you out and there's like this, uh, 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 it's not a hell. Yes. These are the moments that you're not like, yes, like you're trying to like, you're you're
1: excited. You're
0: excited. And you're like, trying to keep your cool. It's these times that you're like, shit, like, I definitely don't want to go out with this guy. But a lot of women don't know how to say no. And so they're getting in these situations that they're going on dates that they're just, well, I'm going to just go and see what comes of it.
1: You know, I was telling you earlier that my buddy hasn't been on a lot of dates, uh, a friend of mine from back home. He hasn't been on a lot of dates. So in this case, the hell yes part to him is non-existent because he's just going out to go out. But to your point, he's saying yes to everybody. And actually to go to put it back on you, just to ask you a little bit more, when are times that it's okay for people to go out on dates when it's not a hell yes? Is that ever okay for somebody to do?
0: I would say no, definitely not. If, it, if you're not wanting to spend time with someone, then, then don't. Like I said, don't waste your time. And I have a great exercise that I do with my clients, do with my friends, and I do with myself. What you can do is visualize going on this date with this person. So let's pretend that they ask you out for Thursday night at seven o'clock. Okay. So this can be a little tough to do in the moment. This is something when you, you know, have practice doing this, you can do it in a few seconds. You can read yourself really quick, but let's say with this exercise, somebody texts a woman and asks her out for Thursday night, seven o'clock. Okay. Okay. So what this person can do, what this woman can do is just sit down, take a couple deep breaths and then visualize it being Thursday night, 645. How are you feeling?
1: Are you asking me or
0: I'm asking her? Oh, I was like, I
1: was like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to pretend to be okay.
0: No, you're good. No, it's like how how is how are you feeling? Are you excited about going on this date? Are you like, are you getting those little like butterflies in the stomach that you can't wait to see this this guy? Or is it like I would rather stay home and eat nachos and watch The Bachelor tonight?
1: I could probably do all of those except The Bachelor, <laughs> but the nachos part sounds excellent.
0: The nachos, yeah. yes. So, but do you see that that exercise of, okay, in that moment, how are you feeling? Is it a yes? Is it a no?
1: I mean, and- nachos is a pretty a hard Competitor. It's a pretty fierce competitor.
0: It is. I think that can trump a lot.
1: Yeah, I know. It
0: can. It can trump a lot. But
1: yes, you're right. There, <laughs> there. You do need to. You do need to know if it's a definite hell yes, and it's a full commitment, and are you willing to spend your time? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and something that happens to me, it has to be a hell yes. It's not a maybe. Like a maybe is not a hell yes. They're very different. And what I see happen a lot in the world of dating is that. Let's say in the moment, maybe you're kind of vibing with someone. Mm-hmm. You're at a restaurant and you're talking to someone and they're like, oh, hey, you know, do you want to go out Saturday night? Da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, yeah. And then a couple of days later, you're like, Ugh, no, I just got caught up in that moment. And really, you know, when I think about it, I don't really want to go out with this person. Hmm. So, you know, this this exercise is is powerful just to really take a step back for a minute and then get in touch with your true feelings. Really. I always say, check in with yourself. I check in with myself to see how I'm feeling about something. And because, I mean, this is checking with your intuition and it's, I mean, that's where all the answers lie.
1: Well, first off great list. Uh, I like the first five. I think, I think they'll be helpful right? To just kind of get your mind right and just make sure that you're keeping your side of the street clean, which that's, is a good one. That's
0: right. And you guys, I would love, I would love to hear from you. So hit me up on Instagram, Jessica I'd love to hear your comments. Please rate, review, share this podcast. Tell me what, what you think and let me know when you put these into action, how they go. So Thank you, Mike, for being here. I really appreciate it. Of course. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. And until then, get out there and love each other.